And then we said to Sharim after the Akdama, it's very important that we said to Sharim. So it really starts from Perakalif. The Brisa that he brings and he built the ladder of Mr. Sharimon is Torah Mevira de Zahiris. That's where it starts from. It starts from the Torah. The Mephoshim asked the question that we don't find Mr. Sharimon as a pair called uh, Kenyan Torah or Darche Torah or whatever it's going to be. So he starts from the Perak place. He starts from Chalke Zahiris and Kenyan Zahiris and goes on from there. That's not where the Brisa began from. And the the first of us to be Torah. Torah is what brings to Zahiris. To finish that camp, so that's the Baratala. So the question is, where's the Torah which is the Vera that is here? So why does Mr. Sishon talk about it? And the answer is he does. Parakalif is what he calls Torah. He doesn't call it Torah because it's uh, he, he understands that uh, what he, what maybe the days of heroes isn't uh, limit let's say limit the Torah. That uh, the person's learned Shas, so he's learned Shulchan that's maybe the Dezahirus. He understands that the Torah, which is maybe the Dezahirus, is the Torah which is going to explain the Yisraelite, which is going to explain the Karakalif. That's the Yisraelite which is going to maybe the Dezahirus. Which Agav is a Kiddush. For example, Rabbi Shal Salanta says that when a person learns the Halachas, that the Dezahirus will bring him to a more of a Zahirus than the Halachas. If a person is learning the Chachab, he's more careful than the Chachab. If a person doesn't hear Chachash Mahar, be more careful what he says. The Chavit Chaim quotes. The Chavit Chaim says that the, the Ta'edis, or one of the, one of the Ta'edis that there are in the Nesmir Sadashim, is because if a person learns that he may, he'll be more careful. That's the Tetzah, something when a person is learning the Sugya, so he may, it becomes more alive by him. He may, it's something he's going to be more careful about. Chavit Chaim is not matched, but it's also a school. He brings Mahat Patrick Israel, and he brings the school of the Chedek school. He also, that if a person doesn't learn something, it's more Tzadish Mahar. Right, and both of those could be a good explanation of what the Brayzer said. A term of it as a heroes means learn the sugya, learn the sugya about whatever you want to have the heroes about, and then you may learn either directly because you'll be more awake to it, you'll be more aware of the halachas, or by open school you'll be more sadish maya. That will maybe there's a heroes. So therefore, the term which is maybe there's a heroes is a term of learning hilchos lashnaras maybe there's a heroes of lashnara. The term of hilchos is maybe there's a heroes in hilchos The term of uh, any other media is maybe there's a heroes in that middle. And there will be a very good explanation for what the Gemara said. What's the death of here? Why isn't it a little touching? I don't know. From the Islamic government, why would it be a mashpia? What's the question? The question is why. The question is why. Why would something unrelated be mashpia on this? In other words, the Shoshab is referring to that. He was talking about the halachas of learning the halachas of something has the ashpah, so to speak, on that thing itself. Now, right, that's another point. And he says altogether that there's an open school that the Torah, learning Torah altogether puts a person in a different place. He says more. So the Torah, there, this means Torah in general, means that for the Torah for the Yetzirah. So he says, well, right, so there's one thing which is Torah for Yetzirah, which means the halachas of whatever the Yetzirah is, and then it helps the person. And then he says, that when a person learns, it helps the person. That's the second point. So I'm saying, if we had to explain the Gemara, which the Yisrael is starting from, if you want to have Zahiris about a certain thing, the first learn halachas about it. I want to be Zahir, a person Zahir in Hechel Shabbos. How am I going to be Zahir in Hechel Shabbos? Start with halachas. Learn the Torah in Hechel Shabbos first. I want to be Zahir in Hechel Shabbos. What's how am I going to be Zahir? Learn the halachas first. Number one, possibly practically, I know what to do. And number two, once I'm awake to it, it's easier for me to be careful about it. 
But the Mitzvah doesn't say that. The Mitzvah doesn't explain Zahiris, uh, the Torah, which revealed the Zahiris, is the Torah of that Mitzvah. The Mitzvah explains that the Torah, which revealed the Zahiris, is the Torah, which is going to talk about Kral Chavis on So we have to explain why it does that. But first, we have to explain what the Torah is talking about is, what is the Kral Chavis on and why is that called Torah? Now, if every every parak of a Sisharim needs his poignantness, because that's uh, like the gun already wrote, the Mishasharim weighed every word he wrote. So there's a lot to think about and learn from exactly how he says things. The parak which needs the most explainers is the first parak. And Mishasharim seems to be repeating himself lots of times in the first parak, and you have to explain exactly what he's trying to add each time and what the differences are between each time, because there's a tremendous oymek which is trying to give us in explaining to us. Uh, the yisoid of what a person is meant to do in the world. Fine. So that's a hakdam. <coughs> so, Mr. Shalom starts like this. You can stop him with that right from the word go. He says, Yisoid of Chasidus, Shalom 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 There's a yisoid of Chasidus, and the Shalom 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 And yes, it's not just being poetic language, he says both. It's not just that he wants to start with Yerke Vafke, as the Rosh the first four words, he's saying two completely separate things. There's something called Chasidus, and there's something called Avodat Nima. And these are the two parts of what he spoke about in Hakdama beforehand, of what Musa is meant to do. Now, the difference between Avoida and Chasidus is that one has a Yesayid and one has a Sherish. Chasidus has a Yesayid, Avoida has a Sherish. What's the difference between a Yesayid and a Sherish? A Yesayid is a foundation, a Sherish is the root. So he says, Yisayid HaChasidus, Sherish Avoid. What's the difference between them? Zan is like this. And Zan from Revolve many, many times. He built a lot of Yisaydis on this, this land. And that is, the difference is a building has a Yisayid. A tree has a Sherish. A Yisayid is something which is inanimate. It doesn't grow. It remains. It holds the building strong and will hold the building in the same place. It doesn't change. A Sherish is something which holds up the tree, but it's not inanimate. It's where the tree lives from. It gives nutrients. The tree sucks up its life and it grows, it develops and helps the tree grow as well. And therefore, there's a difference between Chasidus and the difference between Avoida. Chasidus has to have a Yisait and Avoida has to have a Sherish. Why? What does that mean? A Sherish grows. 100%. The roots of a tree. It spreads out. It grows. It helps the tree grow. It holds the tree, but the it doesn't just hold the tree. It's not just the foundation. It's something alive. As opposed to Yisoyed, the Yisoyed is a foundation. So it holds the building up, but it's, it's a foundation. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't change Bichlal. It remains the same. It remains steady. Solid. What's the difference? Is this in the Yisoyed? This is the principle. Chasidus, we're going to talk about later on when he gets to explaining Chasidus. It's quite a long way into the Sefer. But the gather of Chasidus is... When the person, like in his own words, this is trying to explain the mirrors to Hasidus, he says he needs a beer goddle. And when he comes to explain the Yisrael of Hasidus, he says that it's Oysi Nafas, Oysi Asha Adam Shamola Batari, Oysi Nafas Rechli Yetzir. And he says that uh, on part of Hasidus, that a person is not just going for his Ukhir to do, that he is the prince of the. Chabana is to do to to cause nachas to Hashem. Now, 
says himself, he says, the Mesa, it raises a lot of questions. Because when you have the mitzvahs of the Torah, the mitzvahs are very straightforward. So there aren't that many questions to ask because we know what the what person has to do with the mitzvahs, and that's that's and that's what he's that's what he has to do. Masha'enkin, when it comes to Chasidus, so now the question is, what's the right place to go to Mishrasadin, and where's the wrong to go to Mishrasadin? Where's it right to be more machmer, and when do you do something on the side? What he calls the Mishkva Chasidus. There's a balance. Sometimes being more machmer comes at the price. And if that's the case, what's the better thing to do? Is, is it more kadai to spend more time trying to do a mitzvah, but of course it's more little terror? Is it, is it more kadai to be more machmer in a certain something which might have a shemitz avera, but it may even cause problems on a chavera. So whenever it's going to come to a shayla of chassidus, of more than the basic halacha, there's going to have to be a mishka. It's going to have to be a balance of what's the right thing to do, and that's based on rules. Chassidus isn't random, and chassidus isn't just in the, in the spirit of the world the person feels like doing. Right? This already said is like Dhamma, that chassidus isn't something which is like some right thing to decide that what they feel the right thing to do is. Chassidus has its own set of rules. And if that's the case, the, for the person who there's the, the rules of Shulchan Aruch which is Halacha and then there's the rules so to speak of Chassidus when a person wants to go more than Halacha what's the priority? should he invest more time in Torah or should he invest more time in Tefillah? should he invest more money in Hiram Mitzvah should he invest more money in Staka? these are all shadows of Chassidus and Chassidus has its principles too ok so in the world of Chassidus right, it's not random there's the, there's the even if the focus is the person wants to Cause nachas riach to Hashem, but there also it's, it's something which is structured. Now, the cases might change, or the circumstances might change, but they're rules. There's yisodus, and therefore the nekoda chasidus has a yisod. Chasidus has a foundation. It's built on certain a certain basis. Doesn't start from nothing. This is an important point. In other words, the fact that the person says, I want to be a chassid, I want to go to Timur Shisadin, I want to cause Nachas Yerach to Hashem, so what should I do? So just the idea of, well, when the feeling takes me, I'll, I'll find something to do. I'll invent my own avodah. That, that's not what chassidus means. That's not what chassidus means. Right? Chassidus is a person who wants to go to Timur Shisadin to Nachas Yerach to Hashem, but that's within a framework. What is, well, where's the makam that the person should go to Timur Shisadin? The dogma. If a person decided, I want to cause Nachas Yerach to Hashem, so I'm going to drive in six Shmoneh Esrach Zadah instead of three. Now Dafki is doing the right thing. It could be like a Brachot Levatar. If a person decides he wants to... I'm just, that's just one example. But a lot of other examples work the same way. That uh, the fact that a person wants to do better, wants to do more, he might be able to do it. Now Dafki is doing a good thing. Chassidus isn't something random. When the mood strikes me, I'm going to do what I feel like doing. It has to work with the principles of what, what, is, what is it that a person can do to show Nachat Surah Tashem. That's why that has a Yisad. And the Yisad is always the same. Where there's a Makkum to... Where there's a Makkum to a person can improve, where there's not. That's the first point. Chassidus has a Yisad. Now that remains the same always. In other words, the factors, individually, the circumstances are changed, but the principles are the same. The second point is Sharish Avoid Atmiba. We said the musicians would do it. When he talks about Hasidus, he calls it a Yesoid. When he talks about Avoid, he talks about a Sharish. A Yesoid is something which is inanimate, it's the foundation of a building. It remains the same, it doesn't move. Masha'enka and the Sharish, 
A sherish is something which is a root. It's, it, it also supports the tree, but it's alive and causes the tree to grow. And this is an important point. Avoida is something which doesn't stay the same. If a person is going to be over that shed now, in the same way in 10 years' time, then there's something very wrong. He's not meant to say, that, okay, I've now confined myself to a certain avoider, this is what I do, and uh, it's going to stay the same the whole time. It's not meant to work like that. Avoider is meant something which is meant to develop as the person develops. Because the avoider Hashem is avoider Hashem from the perspective of the person. And as the person grows, avoider is going to grow also. And if that's the case, what the principle of avoider isn't, isn't something inanimate. It's not a yesoid. It's not something which doesn't move. The principle of avoider is a sherish. It's something which is it's like an anchor, but it grows and it helps. To, as the person grows, it grows too. It grows too because the mass of the person grows, the person changes. This is a big one. Whenever I give kind of sherim, I always start with the suicide. The chinuch is some principles which are absolute. Right? You lay down, there are certain rules in the house, there are certain principles you want to bring the children with. This is a never ever. Or this is a always, whatever it's going to be. The absolute principles. We never do this, we always do that, whatever it's going to be. Okay, that's what I always talk about. Fine. Yet. People ask me the answer. Right? And one rule is, you never, you never, your children, you never let it hit your parents. Sounds like it's the right thing. 100%. No. You never have any parents. No circumstances, never. Right? No. That's, that's a yisoid. A yisoid is it's a, it's a foundation which is in place. This never is going to change. It doesn't make difference what the circumstances are. It doesn't make difference what your parents said to you or what they punished you or what, 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 what they, what, how they decided to do something or not do something. There's some rules. And those are absolute rules. Right? And the basically with a child's holding, then you can add to these rules. Right? Uh, is the whole Torah falls in this category. We never go to Mechal Shabbos, we never go to Yitrat, we never go to anything wrong. These are never, ever, ever. These are all the principle of things which are Yisraelis. A Yisrael is something which is a foundation, and that's, that's an unviolated world. You can never, that's not going to change ever. You can't violate it. But that's not all Chinuch's about. There's a part of Chinuch, which is the Shavish. You want the child to develop, and you want to give him tools that as he grows, he'll do better. In other words, even if I train my children to daven, I don't want them in 10 years' time to love in the same way I train them to love when they were little kids. I want them to improve. I train my children to learn. It's not that I want them to learn in 20 years' time where they're learning now. I want them to improve. If that's the case, the point of Chinuch isn't to set foundations. The point of Chinuch is to plant roots. Because that's something which is going to develop with the person. And that's what we call Avodah. Avodah Hashem is something which has to do, is based on where the person's holding, that's where his Avodah has to be. And as the person grows and develops, his Avodah is going to have to change. And therefore, what can I do to set it up? I can set plant a root, which hopefully will develop with the person when they, as they grow older. That's the second part of chinuch. The Volba, according again, the Chinuch of Racha, he always say there's Ria and Binyan Bechinuch. There's planting in chinuch and there's building in chinuch. When a person builds is something which is a foundation, which is absolute. And I can lay foundations by a child, and I understand it's important enough that they'll even if it's old, you'll never change it. Right? Those are foundations. But there's a Zriya in Chinuch also. I want my child to change. I want him to develop. And I want him to be as a result of the Chinuch I'm giving him, which means I'm planting the roots, which I'm hoping that as he gets older, and as he understands more, he's going to work with to develop more. Okay, so therefore, if a person, before talking about in Chinuch children, with the children, we're more talking about ourselves. If a person wants to build themselves, so they have to do the same thing for themselves. They have to build those areas for themselves, which are you site. A yisait, 
something which is a principle which isn't going to change. And they have to work with those errors in themselves where they've planted a sherish. And the sherish is going to develop as the person develops. And the one is Hasidus and the one is Avodah. And like we said, Hasidus is the principles of knowing what does the Kodesh Baruch want from me. What does he want from me? So those are the rules there. It's not, it's not something which I'm going to invent and make up. I have the rules and the better, the more clearly those rules are laid down, the more clear from Hashem wants. Which means the way I'm going to, how I'm going to do what Hashem wants me to do, that depends on me. So we said before, the show Mishra Hasidus is if a person wants to go and live to Mishra what's he meant to do? Like we said, it's not random. He's not meant to do whatever he wants. He's going to make up his own mitzvahs and Hashem doesn't want that. What's he going to do? Their rules. Their rules. But now the question is, the avoider is, how am I going to do that? That's the Shavish. Because based on the person is, how are we going to do something? And the more Aras Hashem he has, the more Yerush he has, and the more Kirvas Hashem he has, is going to change the how, not the what. That's the Shavish of the avoider. The Shavish of the avoider is the something which develops with the person, because it gets, as the, it grows and develops the person into more of a person. Okay, so that, those are the two, you said this, the two foundations that the session starts with. There's a Yisrael of Hasidus, there's a Shorish of Avodah. Why is it the Shorish of Avodah? Say? No. Why this way most of it started with Shorish of Avodah? But, uh, is that the only one? It's kind of <coughs> Yeah, that is what I did. But, uh, it's, maybe, to Machtam, for this powerful, that that's what it looks like. I don't know. He doesn't explain it, but at least, uh, Principles, what he brings up, he's not just adding words to make to make up the He means what he says. Okay, so that's the first thing he says. Does he say the chasidus or the shalish avodah? Why are these the two endpoints of the, of where he wants to get to? So he already said before when he brought when he brought the brayz in his nusach, the brayz of Meiras Minyar, he finished with the chasidus made in the kulan. So therefore, where we're getting to is the chasidus. And the Avoida is the way, like we said, which you said before. The part of Musa is how to do everything. And the, the, he spoke about the five things. That's all part of the Avoida. That, that's part of the how one does something. So those are the two parts of the Sefer. The Sefer Chasidus, the Sefer Shavoida. Building, this is one more point in this before we go back to Building is so easy, relatively, because you can let, make rules now and nothing's going to change. The way you build it, that's the way it's going to stay. How do you plant a shayrush? A shayrush is something which has to grow, and has to develop. Now, yeah, this is a, a yisoid godl in chilech. I'm not just talking about of children or chilech of tamir, I'm talking about of yourself, of ourselves. And that is, planting a shayrush isn't, isn't laying a foundation. Laying a foundation is... Is working with the rules, the absolutes. You can never do this, you always have to do that, whatever it is. And the way to make sure it's always, always is the more persons in the chazik, like the severity of it, the more it can't be broken. So the more a person makes something common by them, they make it more something which is more, they see the severity of it, the more something they can't break, so that makes it something kavur. Okay, it's, easy, it's easier to do that. It's easier to do that because it's something tangible. So if a person says, by me, it's a chayfula yavar, I'm going to learn 15 minutes muster every day, that's for gathering your soul. 
you've made a rule and you're going to, you, you have enough uh, willpower or self-restraint to keep to your rule. If a bird says, by me it's I'm never going to eat something which doesn't have a good hersha, again, it's a rule. Or anything else in the same category. And in, in, compared to, we're going to talk about a shayush, it's much it's easier to make a rule because it's tangible what you want. You made the rule, and it's a person to keep to the rules, but I think it's easier to do that. When it comes to planting a shayush, it's a shtickle more difficult. Because what, you're not talking about something tangible. You're talking about doing something which is going to change with me as I get better. Right? For example, you, know, you can't make yourself a rule, I'm always going to have kavana and dafani. What does that mean? What's called kavana? Well, I'm always going to do mitzvahs with Yerushalayim. What does it mean? What's, what's, what's the gather of Yerushalayim we're talking about? It's not something tangible, and it's going to depend on where the person is holding. As the person develops, hopefully his gather of Yerushalayim will go up. As the person learns into Davin better, his, his amount of kavana will increase. So how can you say, where, where are you going to mechanic there? Well, what's it to work with? It's not letting, it's making rules for yourself or making principles that you can stick to. It's not a tangible thing. So how do we work with the sherish? And the answer is, and this is more, it needs more chachma, but the, the way to, to develop a sherish is to the concept which is going to bring me to the result. It's not that I'm making the rule, that's the foundation, it's working on developing within me a concept which is going to bring to the result. And the guidance of the system is, is that when I've developed such a concept in myself, so it's going to speak to me again at every level I am. And it speaks to me again at every level I am. Let me give an example. Let me give an example. A good example of this is Avastari. It's an easy example to look at. It's Avastari. Right. To, to make rules about how much I'm going to learn for myself every day is making rules. I can do that. I can make myself a chayk I'm going to 10 hours a day. I can make myself a chayk I'm going to finish uh, this amount of prakavish nice and this amount of kumara uh, and this amount of whatever else it is, halach every day. And that's making you say this. Right. It's not working on avastaria. It's working on, on forcing myself to do something by making myself principles of what I'm not going to go over. I don't develop avastaria. This is a discussion in its own right. But if the, the concept of, let's say, developing avastaria is, as an example, is that a person feels whatever else I'm enjoying, the master I enjoy learning more. My success, that nothing else compares to avastaria. If a person has that feeling now, at whatever level he's holding now, whatever or whatever the alternative is now, but the master he gets a certain inner feeling that the master the Maya said, when it comes to this or that, I prefer that anymore. Now, that's a starting point of a Sherish. Dino. We're talking about a little kid. And for a little kid, what's the other Hanoah which might be on the table? He wants to go and uh, play ball in the, in, the, in, the, in the street. Right? Now, if that's how I bring it to a level where he feels, it's more Gishmak to that. I prefer it. So now that's a shayush, because right now what it means is he enjoys learning more than playing ball in the street. But it's not a yesot. Firstly, it's not, I'm not forcing him to do something. It's a feeling. Now, what happens in two years' time when he, the, the attraction of playing ball in the street died down? He's not interested in that anyway anymore. Now he's into something else. He's into, I don't know what. You decide. Collecting uh, stamps. Just an example. Now, we have to start from the beginning again. I have to try and explain to him why learning time is more gishmak than collecting stamps. Um, how, how, did get, how did you get the feeling that I'm asking. We have to explain how to do it. I'm explaining how the before we explain how the system has to work. 
The system has to work. It's not every time something else comes up, then they have to start again from the beginning. The Shorish is there, and that's going to develop with him. So the Shorish is there. The Shorish, the first, the, uh, uh, Torah is more Gishmak than uh, something else. And as it gets bigger and the something else changes, from playing Vaughan Street to collecting whatever my collection is going to be, Gedolim stickers or stamps or coins or I don't know what, the okay. shiny buttons, right? To money, to covers, to prestige, to power, whatever it's going to be, right? Then the way the show is meant to work is that it's, as the person grows, that's going to develop too. So when that's what's effect, what's appealing to him, the master is the Avas Torah is going to come back and say, Torah is more gishmak. And therefore, it's something which I've built a principle which as he grows is going to go with him. Now, how to build it, we have to talk about that. I'm not, I'm not discussing how to build, how to build Shorosh. I'm just explaining what the Shorosh means. Similarly, Yerushalayim. If Yerushalayim is a sense of not you can't do this and you can't do that because those are the rules. Those are your sages. If Yerushalayim is a sense of you know that Akkadosh Prophet is watching what you do. And therefore, so again, for the little kid, and therefore, don't steal Nash. Hashem's watching you. Now that's not going to last forever. He gets older. And therefore, what you do with Chadri Chadari, Hashem's watching you. And therefore, when he gets in that stage, what you do is Hashem's watching you. It's a shorish. And whatever is tempting him at that stage, the shorish has to come back and develop to deal with it at that stage. Which means it increases. And this is, this is, a, this is why I said this is the harder point of Kena. Most people are good at making rules. Making good at making rules. But by building rules, you're making shorosh, you're making your status. Right? You're not allowed to steal, uh, uh, I don't know, candy from the, club, from the kitchen closet. So if, if, even if your rule works, but it's, it's a defined rule for that thing, it doesn't work in a different situation. Well, he gets all these allowed to take candy from as well. You, either that, or you never spoke, you spoke about candy from the closet, I'm doing something else. It wasn't part of the rule. But then, even if it isn't definitely messing in the socket. So he'll know, I can never steal candy from my parents' closet. But that, that negates the candy from their closet. I can't do other things wrong. That wasn't part of the rules. So again, so rules don't work for that. And even, it could be the rules might be in the Netzach and the reason it wasn't such a good decide. But even if it is, let's say, if it doesn't last, it's not a good decide. But let's say it does. This kid's learned, he'll never steal from his parents' closet. He understands it's wrong. He got punished for it even, let's say. Fine, he'll never do that. But that doesn't help him for other circumstances which are going to come up. So he won't steal from there. Maybe steal from someone else. He was steal from his friends in school. That wasn't part of the rule. And therefore, the chinuch on these things need the shorish, not a yisai. And the shorish has to be something which, I'm telling you now the principle, but it's going to grow with you. It's going to work with you. And therefore, when a different circumstance comes up and say, you're going to change, you're going to get older, right? You can't mechanech little kids about situations that are going to deal with as teenagers or as adults. But I can't plant Shorosha. And if the Shorosha is successful, then it's going to be with the person later also. It's going to be with the person later also. And that's the difference between these two Pchalaki. Yes, there's definitely a Makam for Yusaitis. Yusaitis are absolutes, and that's the plus to the Torah and the Mitzvahs. Right? We, that, that's all. Hopefully, if you plant a good Yusait, we've brought up our children understanding they're never going to go over in Avera. They're always going to do Mitzvahs, and that's all in the category of Yusaitis. But in the principle of Shorosha, we want that child to grow, and we want him to develop all the things we spoke about, which are, which are connected how a person does mitzvahs. Uh, a year at Vekas, uh, all these things, and these things aren't, don't work with rules. These things work with Shirashim. Emunah. That's the, one of the ones I've loved to talk about. How do you teach a child Emunah? It's not something tangible. It's not you can do and you can't do. 
Emunah has to be a shayrish. And yes, the little kid says, yes, Hashem, maybe wants me to ask Hashem for it. So in the, in, in the tzmimus of a four-year-old or five-year-old, please Hashem can have, thank you Hashem, whatever it is. And good, for five, that's good. But if I've planted the shayrish correctly, then when he now becomes a 15-year-old and a 25-year-old and a 35-year-old, he still has that emunah. Not in the same simplistic sense that a child does, because he's developed and he's mature and he understands much more, but then emunah matured too. And therefore he understands at a much deeper level that whatever I do, HaKadosh Baruch is doing with me. And whatever I need, I'm rebatim relying on Hashem. And the Shabbos is just the Echitim, Sifari Yedichlav. That's called planting Shoroshim. That's the Tuchalakim. There's Chasidah, there's Yisoydus, there's Shoroshim. I'm just talking about Chinuch of children, like I said. Batsim in ourselves as well. And like I said, and this is what I'm just showing. Right? The, what, what to do is, is the, when you spoke about the Chasidus or another, or whatever level, what to do is Yisoydus. We have to build those Yisoydus. We have to build them step by step. So that's building Yisoydus. But how to do, which means the avoid the Sa'odam, we spoke about before. What Marshall Shalim means, the Ava Yerush Lambus Alev and the Asiyah Samitzvah, that's all the Gerush Rashi. And therefore, the starting point in Shalim is we're working on two things. We're working on building a framework for ourselves of Yisoydus, and we're working on the Avoid Atzim, and planting the Shalashim which are going to bring us to Avoid Atzim. Type. So we, we, we began, I said, the, the first purpose of Shalim is in, more than any other purpose of Shalim. You can attack every word, this is love to say. So we began the first four words. We've done already one big issue. So, we're going to have to